Welcome to the Caps Locks and Chair Shots podcast with your host, Ed Burkeen. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever and wherever you may be listening to us, you have your ears locked in to the Caps Locks and Chair Shots podcast. My name is Ed Burkeen. I am your host for these festivities. Uh, and joining me as always, he is the muscle of the podcast future, champion of something, and first all of Southeast Asia, he is the one, the only, the Hyman. What's up, everyone? Let's do this. And also joining me, he is my arch nemesis, my tag team partner, and my very best friend. You know him from all around the internet, or at least you used to. But you can only find his wrestling stuff right here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Johnny Bananas. What's up? He always saves best for last. That's yeah, why I always intros Jaime first. All right, guys. We're going to talk about some people that are on the unemployment line. But first, let's talk about some people that are on the unemployment line. And that is, Dan, I know this really hurt you as well. The XFL. They filed for bankruptcy last week. How do you feel about that, Dan? I was slightly shocked. Um... I halfway wonder if the COVID-19 is the reason why they kind of filed for bankruptcy. I feel like they were having a kind of successful season. They absolutely were. Um, so I'm, I'm a little puzzled by it, kind of. Um, maybe the ratings weren't what we thought they were at all. Well, from all reports, the ratings, the ratings were up there. Attendance seemed to be much higher than what it was the last go-around. Uh, the play on the field was good, if not great. And you look at places like St. Louis where they were selling tickets into the upper bowl of the TWA Dome, something the Rams couldn't do when they were winning toward the end. So, where, how big of an impact is that going to be, Dan, on the landscape as a whole? Are they just a tragedy of... COVID-19 or, or or what's up there? Um, I feel like it sort of is a tragedy of COVID-19, but I also feel like that's not how the masses will look at it. They will look at it as another professional failed football organization um, and not really take that into consideration. How excited are you for XFL 3 in 2040? I, I think the XFL is done with. <laughs> You don't think when Vince kicks the bucket, Triple H is going to try to refire this thing? Maybe he'll Not go professional all. soccer instead. I don't think that's happening at all. Jaime, do you care? XFL I dig that. Jaime, do you care? Kind of. I care, I care more about the LFL. The LFL? The Legends Football League. Oh. See, I don't know what that is. So, since I don't know, nobody That's else That's where knows. Summer Rae got her start. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you mean the Lingerie Football League. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, potential buyers, apparently there are several. And I have an insider source who is familiar with the financial situation, says the XFL may not be dead. How do you feel about that? Um... But is it the XFL if it's not Vince? I mean, it, the trademarks would be the same. All the debt would be incurred by somebody else. So, to quote Jaime, yeah. But is it the same, though? That's the question. I, I mean, same rules, same players, same teams. Yes, it would be the same. It would be the XFL. I don't, I don't know. If it's not owned by Vince, I think it's like a QFL. Would you watch it? Well, probably. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Now you weren't expecting me to say yeah. Honestly, I, I, I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I'm going to ask you this again in February when the Ravens have finished up a 6-10 and 10 season and uh, Harbaugh's fired. Boy, you must be thinking about your Browns or your Rams. Uh, wait, are well, they still your no, Rams? No, not my fucking Rams. Oh, uh, Oh, did I th- did I hit a sore subject there? Yeah, the Rams are not mine, jerk. Let's talk about the real reason we're here, and the main reason 
that all of the wrestling world is up in arms and we had some major releases. We're going to talk about who they are and where will they land. Let's start off with perhaps the biggest name on the list. Gentlemen, Tino Sabatelli has been released. Jaime, I know you think this is a huge loss. I'm going to give you some time to grieve while I let Dan tell you just how wrong you are. Daniel, you have the floor to tell Jaime he's dumb. Jaime, I told you this guy was nothing but a overworked muscle head who wasn't going to cut it in this business. And what happens? He's going to get a title run. Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss is up. Tino will get the call up. Tino got released. He's done. He will not show his face in a wrestling ring anywhere, maybe besides like an autograph signing. He does not even make it in the From NXT to the convention circuit. Yikes. Jaime, would you like to have a rebuttal? Well, um, as, as much as I'd want to say that Dan's right there, I just want to defend that so is Riddick Moss. But why is Riddick Moss still there? What does Riddick Moss do better than Tino? He has more, less in-ring ability than Tino. He has less muscle than Tino. And Tino just does everything better than him. I'm just not sure why. Maybe it's because of the injury. That's why they released him. Tino has no charisma. He has no personality. The thoughts of Danny Bananas are not but necessarily the, the thoughts of the Caps Locks and Jerry Shots podcast and should be completely disregarded. Go ahead, Jaime. <laughs> but does Riddick Moss have? Yes, the skits and stuff he did when Tino? he had the 24-7 championship. Yes, that stuff was funny. That was personality. Tino has never shown that. He's literally but, just a muscle head. But, but Tino gets a reaction. Tino gets the heat. He could have transformed that and make it into heel heat where he gets all the pushes. They can hate all they want. You know, the typical blue chip heel stuff. Okay. All right. Time out. We're going to put well, it now in. We can, now we can turn it into a additional $600 unemployment check. Well, we're going to put an end to this. Tino Sabatelli yeah. has been future endeavored by the WWE. What we're going to do is I'm going to give you a name. Dan, and you're going to tell me where they're going to land and how big of a loss. Jaime, we're going to alternate to you. We ready? Okay. Daniel. E-C-3. R-O-H. How big of a loss? Unfortunately, not that big of a loss. He hasn't been on TV in months. Fair enough. Jaime. Gallows and Anderson. New Japan, they're going to pick up where they left off there. So, a big loss? Um, quite not. AJ can do it without them. Dan, I the next one on the list is Leo Rush, but I know how you feel about Leo. So, Jaime, Leo Rush. ROH. Interesting. That's where he thrived prior to the WWE. Huge loss, yes, because they didn't know how to use him. Wow. Didn't I ex- completely agree with him. I didn't 100%. expect that kind of agreement. Dan, you're up. Eric Young. I think e, uh, I think EY heads back to uh, TNA. Think That's Impact, sir. We do uh, not speak Impact. those infernal letters. Uh, he's going to go, I think he's going to go back to Impact. Fair so enough. Did... How big of a loss? It, it should be a much bigger loss than what it was, man. A lot of these guys just were not used properly. You know, I agree with you because say what you will, but Sanity was massive in NXT. They should have all come up together. Yeah. And, I mean, just having... Because that's a built faction that you already have already together that's got cohesiveness and continuity. They could have been something. Splitting them up made absolutely no sense. Jaime, yeah. the Edgeheads, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, former tag team champions, former intercontinental champion and Ryder. Mm. How do you feel? Big loss or no? For me, Zack Ryder is a big loss because 
um, both Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, between the two of them, Zack Ryder is the one who's more talented. But it's a big loss, but the WWE didn't really want to push Zack Ryder, probably because of his blogs in the past. So he's, he's better off elsewhere where he could try. Well, I do believe that. And he's definitely going to tag with Kurt Hawkins more. I do believe that is what kept him his job. Dan, am I wrong? No, um, I think if it wasn't for Zack Ryder, the WWE social media presence would not have took off the way it did previously. 100% agree. So where do they wind up? True. Bueller. I'm thinking just put them on Impact. I, I think that... Added star power on Impact. If I'm not wrong, I feel like the friendship between... Cody and those two are probably a little bit more than what we think, and I think we could see them end up in uh, AEW. And if not, um, they might just run the independent circuit. Fair enough. Uh, Another, and I feel this is a massive loss because I think that this guy could have been used a lot better than what he was, and that's Heath Slater. Dan, it's your pick. Where's he going? Man, I feel like Heath is a TNA guy. I think so, too. I think he could have a resurgence. I think he could be the next Bobby Roode-type character over there. Just and, in four, and, in, and in four years, he comes back and wins the title. To complete the... Uh, it ha- everything has M- to come full circle. To complete the 3MB prophecy. I mean, it seems like one of those things that Triple H would do just to do it. And I think it would be just amazing. Jaime, Epico, and Primo. Where are they headed? They going down I think to Triple A? Yeah, that's that's highly likely. Triple A, CMLL. But if it's a North American promotion, yeah, they're probably going to stick in the Indies. Fair enough. Daniel. I think, they, I think they head home. I don't think, I think they head home to like Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Well, we haven't yeah. seen a lot of them here lately either. Yeah. So. Doesn't Carlito run a promotion in Puerto Rico? Well, that um, then if so, that's sure. a slam dunk. Daniel, is it a foregone conclusion that Rowan is going to the AEW? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, maybe. Like, I see where you're going with that as far as the Dark Order. Um. But I don't think that's the foregone conclusion. I don't know where he ends up. I feel like he might be one of those guys that runs the independent circuit for a while and then ends up landing with a promotion like Impact or ROH. I don't really feel like he's an AEW guy. Fair enough. Uh, Jaime, talk to me about Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick, yeah, he's he's one of those uh, smaller guys that weren't used properly. He could have been a good heel. You could have put the cruiserweight title on him, and he could have been like that heel champion that nobody could beat because he keeps on cheating. And where he's going, we all know where he's going, where he got his start, Impact. Is he going to go back and team with EC3 again? Oh, I think he might go. Over, I think he might go overseas. Really? I think not really? to Japan. I think he might go back to the British scene. Hmm. Progress, those companies, Beyond Wrestling. He, he was he was a a pretty decent star over there. All right, um, let's go. Sarah Logan, Daniel. She's got to go to AEW to help that women's division over there, right? Yeah, that's where I'm leaning. If it's not AEW, it's ROH, or she just. Runs the independence and works for companies like Shimmer. Wow, way to be non-committal on that one. She could go here or literally go everywhere else. I mean, I personally think it's going to be AEW because they need help with the women's division, but I don't think she signs till after the pandemic's over. Fair Impact enough. can make use of her. That's true, too. Um, speaking of, you know, people that could be used by Impact, um, Jaime, I know how you feel about these two. Mike and Maria Canellis. Yeah, finally, Mike's going to get his last name back. <laughs> they thrived in, in Impact, but there's also the possibility that they go to NWA because some of their Impact buddies are there. 
Well, it, it is possible that you could be on both now, I do believe. So let's... Oh, really? I, I'm not 100% on that. Dan, can you confirm or deny? Can, uh, I, I cannot confirm or deny, but can we just talk about how the two of them have literally succeeded everywhere they've gone except for WWE? They were they were good in when they did New Japan stuff when they were with ROH. Oh my god, I wish I could get access to the old shows that we have. Oh my god. Because there, I there's so much content out there of you ripping on Mike Kanellis. Me? No, I've always been a fan of Mike Kanellis. Oh my god, saying how much he sucked. Uh, I, I did not Marco, like. Man. Uh, I did not like the whole Mike Kanellis thing. I I Mike Bennett. Anyway. I think he's he's one of those talents that WWE didn't really have plans for. They just wanted to raid the talent. Yeah, offered them a slightly higher pay. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Too. All right. Do any of these names mean anything to you? Uh, Mars Wang. No. Caesar Bononi. No. Nick. Yeah, o- Caesar Bononi was supposed to be a rising star in mm-hmm. NXT. He w- he won an NXT award. Do you think that was twenty nineteen? Nick Ogarelli. No idea who that is. Yeah. Are, are you giving me their legal names? No. Tanara Conti. Yes, Tanara Conti. Yes. She is, uh, she's, I think she's going to AEW. And she's going to be a star. Okay. MJ Jenkins, former Impact talent. I think MJ goes back to okay. Impact. How about Alexander Joxic? Is that Alexander Wolf? Not sure. No. 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 I. I just. These are character names that I pulled off of a list on the internet. I had no idea who he was. No, if it's not Alexander Wolf, no. No. Okay, let's talk about some other names. No way, Jose. He's got to leave that gimmick in the W, right? Ah, I think he. I don't know. What was his gimmick before? I think he, he always had that gimmick. Yeah. So, wait, what? He did? So he was like the Rosebud guy? Um, what's his name? Well, the Rosebuds were extra. He didn't have the, those Rosebuds in NXT, so... But still, who was that but guy? This... Adam Rose, right? Adam Rose, yeah. So he's, he's Adam Rose, but Hispanic. Alright, I'm starting to think that wasn't it. Because I'm looking at his wiki and he doesn't. I'm starting to think that that wasn't it. Anyway, how about Aiden English? I think he lands somewhere. Alright. I think he'll be relevant in the Indies. We're going to. I think he's going to make it big in Europe. I should have left him to last because he goes hand in hand with the last guy we're going to be talking about. So we're going to come back to him. Um, Diana Perrazzo. Seemed like she Diana. was just starting to get her feet underneath her. Yeah, and she'll be successful. You think? Yeah. Doesn't matter where. She was successful, yeah. before, she was successful before WWE. Okay, all right. How about Chris Hero or Cassius Ono? While it has not been confirmed, he has changed his name to WWE Alumni on his Twitter and has changed his name back to Chris Hero. So, I think it's confirmed. He's it out. is confirmed, yeah. On the WWE website, he's been moved to the Alumni section. Okay, so how big of a loss but, is the original KO? Um, Cassius. It's good. It's, yes, I think he brought it upon himself because you know the WWE's history with asking its superstars regardless of relevancy, to lose their weight. They asked Yokozuna to lose weight. They asked Rikishi to lose weight. And when they didn't lose the weight, they got released. So that's probably what cost Cassius Ono his push. Um, I would agree with you there, Jaime, except the second KO. Don't know if you've seen him. Not exactly a svelte-looking individual. And very much in the middle of a major push. Not sure your lose weight theory holds water. I don't agree because 
he went over Seth Rollins. He had the WrestleMania moment, but why is it Seth who's challenging for the title? Because Seth's a bigger star. Because Seth's the heel, and you're not gonna have a face face title. And KO lost some weight. Remember when he got injured? When he got back? Anyway, KO. He looks a little more trim. Cassius Arno was pretty relevant over in the UK NXT right now. I yeah. think he was just one of those vets that... Just didn't make the cut. Yeah. Well, so it's a big loss then. Yeah, I, I personally think it is because he was that guy that, whether face or heel, didn't matter who, who he would get in the ring against. If he had to put them over, he would put them over and he would put them over right. All right. Kurt Angle, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, he retires, right? Like he's just done. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that was, I don't think that's that big of a loss. We haven't seen him in a while, and he's no longer a GM. Thank God. I just, uh, I feel like that was one of those performer contracts that they could, that they were just trying to get right. rid of. All right, let's talk mm-hmm. about the big guy, the probably the most major name to be on this list. Alexander Rusev. Jaime, where does Rusev land? As much as I want him to go to Impact, where he, he could boost their star power, I think in-ring ability-wise, he's suitable for Japan. He goes to Japan. Daniel? I... Um... I think he's going to stay here in the U.S. considering his wife works in the U.S. Hmm. Um, so wait, least... are you confirming that they are still married and they did not get divorced? Yeah, I'm confirming that. <laughs> um, Poor, does I think Bobby Lashley there. know? Do you think uh, Lashley knows? I think that's why he wants to, wants to break up with her. I think uh, he just backed out. Can never leave um, one true love. I, I think that he's going to either go to AEW or he's going to work the Indies. Any now, I'm going to throw this out there, and feel free to tell me no. NWA. I don't hate the idea. I think he's got a he, he's got a, a certain look that would be appealing to them. I think there's a lot of meat on that bone for him to go there, rebuild himself, and make himself more valuable. Yeah, he can, give, he can challenge Magnus for the title. Well, you look at it, and the last thing we've seen him in was a Hawaiian shirt after Lana left him. After that Lana Rusev debacle of an angle. He could go somewhere like the NWA where there's just enough eyeballs where he would stay in wrestling's periphery, but not enough to where he would be a flash in the pan in AEW, which I have a feeling a lot of these guys are going to be. Or go over to Japan where not a lot of casual to mid-casual wrestling fans see him. Or go over to Britain where almost nobody but the British see him. Or the Indies where it's hit and miss. At least with the NWA, you still get exposure, you get a limited work schedule, and you get the chance to work with some high-end talent with some high-end producers that could make him better. Can we uh, can we just talk about one other thing really quick? Sure. Can we talk about how happy I am that we cannot see another Rusev Lana love angle? We saw the one with Dolphin Summer Ray. Yeah. This one. You know there was going to be a third one eventually. It seems like bad things come in threes. But who would it be with? Uh, oh, mm. God, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Daniel Bryan. Because it sets up a WrestleMania match with... Lana and Rusev versus Daniel Bryan and whatever Bella he's married to, and it writes itself. Oh my god! It's a season focused around it in total Bellas. It just—it's beautiful. God, this is such a Ed thing to say, but it's so probable. <laughs> they were still around. It makes sense, though, right? Yeah. All right. Um. Prob. <laughs> go ahead. I was thinking probably somebody like Mojo Rowley. Rob Gronkowski. Oh. What if she gets caught in a love square between the three of them? It's kind of kinky. Anyway, Jaime, this question's going to go to you. 
I said we'd come back to Aiden English, and we're back to Aiden English. We know his stuff with Rusev. Does English and Rusev wind up in the same place, and do they carry on the Rusev Day gimmick? I actually love that idea. Like, if you're not going to let Aiden English wrestle, if you're going to put him on a managerial role or an announcer role, better put him alongside Rusev. That has already worked. That got over with the crowd. And that's going to get over with the indie marks. Fair enough. Now, I I had somebody point this out to me, and I never saw it before until they pointed it out to me. Aiden English and Sami Zayn have never been in the same place at the same time. Are they, in fact, the same person? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I find it ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, that's the joke, Jaime. It's called humor. Get some. God. That's why I left. That's why I left. Anyway, uh, these were not the only people that were released. We also had some producers. Um, Mike Rotunda, you know him as IRS. Lance Storm, you know him as Lance Storm. Shane Helms, a.k.a. The Hurricane. Finley, Fit Finley. Pat Buck, no idea who that is. Billy Kidman. Sean Davari, or just Davari. Uh, Scott Armstrong, Sarah, and Sarah Stock were all producers that were let go. Danny, out of all these producers, I'm going to ask you, which one of them had the better career? Fit Finley. You, over the likes of Lance Storm, a former ECW champion. Over Shane Helms, the Hurricane. Over IRS. I over mean... Billy Kidman. In-ring. In-ring, Yes. I, would, I guess I would have to put somebody like Lance Storm above him. But from a pro- yeah. producer perspective, I would say Fit Finley. Now, why? What he did for the women's division. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Jaime, same question to you. Which one had the best career? I agree with Dan. Fit Finley. Okay. Um, one. He already la- said the things, Fauci. One last thing on the releases: the longest tenured employee to get the big old ugly axe was none other than Mike Kyoto, who had been a part of the WWE longer than both of you have been alive. Uh, he joined in 1989. I know there's not going to be much talk about this, mainly because you know there's not much to be said about this, but. It's kind of sad seeing him go, especially him winding up like the Hebners did over an Impact, where you know that's a WWE guy. You know you've seen him, and he it would be like Michael Jordan winding up in a Wizards jersey or Scottie Pippen as a trailblazer. Which, that's the one I'm actually most confused about. I assume it's well, money? It's probably... Yeah, the, the money might have been the issue. He, he's probably the highest paid among his line of work with the WWE. And why not ask him? They could, or maybe they did. Well, maybe they did. We don't maybe. know. But yeah. I mean, they they cut producers, they cut wrestlers, they cut coaches, they cut lawyers. Uh, allegedly, they cut everybody, and it seems like Kyoto was just the highest paid guy, and he was the token release. But I brought up those basketball names to let you guys know on an upcoming show of the Caps, Locks, and Chair Shots podcast, it'll be myself, maybe Dan, and Branson Van Vliet making his podcasting debut as we are going to discuss the greatest basketball players of all time. We're going to be recording that no less than 24 hours from now, actually about 21 hours from now, and that'll be up in the same place you can hear my voice right now, Anchor FM, and Spotify. Alright, let's uh, let's ask another big question, gentlemen. Who's going to benefit the most from this talent purge that the WWE has? Will it be the WWE for slashing their bottom line? Will it be AEW for getting another influx of talent? Ring of Honor or Impact for finally let's say restocking the cupboards. Daniel, let's go to you first. I think the talent is the biggest benefit. Interesting. Why? 
because all these guys were being used wrong, and now they literally have the free reigns to go anywhere. Okay, fair enough. I think it's good. I think the biggest benefit is the talent and the wrestling fans. The wrestling fans, why? Because we're going to see these good performers used in the right way, and we're going to see these guys go in places. And I think it's also going to bring a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit of competitiveness back to the business. Maybe we see a little, not a war, but maybe we see you know some higher ratings. Maybe there's other shows that mm-hmm. we actually want to watch. Okay. I feel like we've said this a lot. This should bring back a war. This should bring higher ratings. This should bring back blah, 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 blah. And what has it done? None of that. We thought Dynamite was going to do that. Dynamite didn't do that. Dynamite is doing that. They're pulling bigger numbers than NXT every week. Uh, Negative. NXT beat them last week. By, I need to see the proof of that. By a pretty... Well, okay. Hold on. Jaime, time for you to answer those questions. For me, the promotions, the one, the prom- all other wrestling promotions not named WWE are going to benefit the most because these are big name talents up for grabs, which will make the competition either closer or slimmer. Okay. So, which one's going to be in charge there, bud? Like, uh, who's going to be, the, which promotion's going to win big? Yes. What is? Yeah, it's between AEW and Impact. Number okay. two and number three. You think Impact's number three? No, um, whoever, it's number two and number three. The competition's going to be thinner now that they have these big-name talents they could possibly get if they wish to. Uh, Daniel, NXT on 415 drew 600, or, yeah, 692,000 people. AEW drew 683,000 people. Yeah, so I, I actually Googled it. after. For I the that. second week in a row, NXT beat the AEW. Yeah, now, for the... For the first time in 2020, they won. They got. They won back-to-back weeks. Now, bear in mind that is the WWE's third brand versus the AEW's top brand. Just throwing that out there, there is an award. Let's, let's also keep in mind that um. And if you hold on, I, I I'm not done. AEW and NXT debuted on network television right around the same time. I think AEW was a little bit earlier. Um, combined, they've lost 1.4 million viewers together. NXT's lost somewhere around 60, hold on, I'll get the numbers back up again. But they've lost a significant amount of viewership. So your viewer angle is not, is not holding a lot of water there, bud. Would you like to revise your hot take? No, because I still think it's going to be good for the wrestling business. And it'll cause a little bit of competition, even if it's not between WWE, it's going to cause okay. competition other companies. On October 2nd, 2019, the viewership for AEW's signature show was 1.409 million viewers. On April 15th, 2020, they drew 683,000 viewers. That is a loss of 726,000. Let's see. NXT has been on USA for seven months. They debuted September 18th, 2019 to 1.179 million viewers. On April 15th, they had 692,000 viewers. That is a loss of 487,000 viewers. Dan, would you like to revise your hot take? No. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Let's talk about some financials going on here. Let's talk about one other release before we completely get out of this conversation. Let's not. Where do the revival end up? Oh, we're going with. I thought you were going somewhere dark and stormy, but yeah, um, I think that's obvious. I I think it's obvious. Where the AEW? Okay, why? Um, 
<laughs> they have to. Or Japan. No, they, they, they... Fuck the revival. They have to. Okay. That, that, I mean, just them and the Young Bucks. That's that. That's got to happen, and that's got to happen. That's like gonna now. be the mark, like the mark out moment for yep. AEW. That's got to happen, like at the next pay per view. The Young Bucks have a match. The revival comes out. They break up the match, and then uh, three months from now, they have a knockdown, drag out, thirty minute tag team classic. And Dave Meltzer's gonna give it fourteen stars. And the internet's gonna break. I mean, it'll probably deserve the fifteen stars that it'll get. Oh, you're going fifteen. Well, we'll see what Uncle Dave decides to think about. Okay, um, just a little tidbit on all these releases before we move on. Uh, the WWE saved around, reportedly, four million dollars by releasing all of these people for the fiscal year 2020. The WWE paid Bill Goldberg for his appearances in Saudi Arabia, WrestleMania, and the Raws in between $4 million. All of these people lost their jobs so Bill Goldberg could work for three months. I have an issue with... Something possible? Daniel. This is a little bit... Of a, uh, I mean, to me, it's not really a hot take, but you have Goldberg, Tyson Fury, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, Ron Gronkowski, which we don't know what Gronk's going to be yet. Right. Could I see Gronk being a full time worker? Yes, I feel like he has that type of mentality. Mark, but okay. Rousey made those comments. She's gone. Basically. Right, she's basically gone, but she still has that contract. You okay. could have released her from her contract. Okay. You, you, which it's never going to happen because Vince lives in the 1990s. Whoa, hey, hey. It's professional wrestling. You can never use the word never. He's never going to release Goldberg from that contract. And Brock Lesnar, for sure, is not getting released from his. Well, Brock Lesnar got a raise. A reported $2 million because he's unhappy for performing in front of nobodies. Literally nobody. So it was reported that he got a $2 million raise. Now granted, it was reported on a satire Twitter account, but still. It's been reported. If that's true, Brock's a prick. kind of already know this. Continue, Jaime. Dan. Jaime doesn't know what satire means. Yeah, he doesn't. That's part of the language barrier. It was reported on a fake Twitter account. Didn't really happen. Oh no, Slice Wrestling is oh, okay. very not fake. Um, but I, I just feel like there were other people that could have been released that weren't. Like Tyson Fury has a fifteen million dollar contract. I don't buy that for a fucking second. Look it up right now. No, because I I I don't want to type and I don't want to talk to Google. Oh oh. I'll type and I'll send you the link. Fair enough. But continue with your asinine point. I just feel like it sucks to see all these people lose their jobs when they are um when they're making more money, man. Yeah, but I mean there had to be a catalyst for this purge. It had to happen eventually. Because let's be honest, Gallows and Anderson are could be bigger else everybody on this list could be bigger elsewhere. What is EC3's main claim to fame in the WWE? A red solo cup. Drake Maverick, because he can't have sex with his wife. Uh, he's Slater. He's got kids. That's his biggest claim to fame. Dude's talented as all hell. You know, Eric Rowan. Granted, we'll never find out what's in his cage. But still, dude's better than this. Ryder and Hawk... Is, can you look me in the face and tell me that Kurt Hawkins, the best part of Kurt Hawkins is a losing streak? No, I can't. I can't. These guys can I'm, do No, like I, like, I feel like these guys are going to be bigger, but I just feel like... I didn't say bigger. Didn't say bigger. I mean, I mean, I feel like these guys are going to be better off, not bigger. Yes, I'm like, better off. Tyson Fury will... I think writer's social media presence. Go. 
Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury will rake in a staggering $15 million payday for the WWE match with Braun Strowman. Match, which means he's done. Which means he got paid $15 million for At one match. At the time, they were making that money, bro. They had gate attend. Or they had gate you money. don't need to pay anyone 15 mil for one match. Uh-huh. How much did they pay Floyd for their WrestleMania match with Big Show? Probably nowhere near 15. Yeah, it's probably not 15. Inflation has gone crazy when it comes to sports contracts. But, Dan, isn't it a little heavy-handed? We say you shouldn't pay anybody anything for any set appearances when we have professional football players making as much money as they do, professional baseball players. I mean, we're going to – it's conceivable – they, no, I'm sorry. You should not. Not in a not in the sports entertainment industry. When you have guys you can build up from within and make them just as big of a star. All I'm saying is, how much is Nolan Arenado going to make next offseason? Half a billion. A lot dollars? of money. Half but a billion. Not, no, he's not making five hundred million. You, Ten years, five hundred million dollars. You don't think? Absolutely not. You Maybe don't think the Yankees wouldn't pay that much money to him? No. He's a Rocky. No. He hits in cores. It's the Yankees. Not happening. I think the Cardinals will pay him 200 250 The Cardinals didn't pay Paul Hoes. You think they're paying Aaron Hodder? Why you got to bring it up, man? Just, Why you got to hurt me like that? Sometimes you need to be Why you got to hurt me, man? I mean, it, they offered him 250 Because they knew he wouldn't take it. He took $25 million more. And he, he's in, he's basically going to be an indentured servant to the Angels for 10 years after he retires. Don't, don't. Just don't. Just let it go. Let sleeping dogs lie. And let liars go to Anaheim. All right. Jaime, you said something to me the other day that I thought Dan was going to lose his mind over. We Since we're, we're talking about Goldberg... You said, and I quote, Rusev would be a better opponent to face Goldberg than Roman Reigns. Before I set Dan loose on you, I would like for you to explain yourself. Rusev over Braun Strowman, you mean? Sure. Strowman. Either way, explain. You know how Rusev wrestles. You know, he's a powerhouse. He was like a Goldberg when he started on the main roster, undefeated for quite some time. And the match is going to just look more competitive with Rusev and Goldberg. Let me stop you right there. Drugs are bad. A powerhouse, like Goldberg. Undefeated for a long time, like Goldberg. Both of those are Braun Strowman. He's literally both of those. That was his he gimmick. Just ate, like I, that, you, and I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let you handle my light work this time. Like that was his thing. He, he, he was just the dude threw around ambulances. Jaime, I don't, I get what I get that you're trying to come up with a hot take, and believe me, I respect you for that. Believe me, but that's just so fundamentally incorrect. Like. You're wrong, and I just told you why, and I still feel like I need to explain it further. Do you, would you like to, you know, not embarrass yourself and respond? Uh, I'm just not really high on Braun Strowman winning the big one yet. Why? Like, there are lots why? of things. Why? You said you said Braun Strowman's one of the most over stars right now but so was Rusev and so can Rusev still be but he's not now he wasn't when this situation came about it's and not... Roman pulled himself out of that match it's not like the WWE pulled him out of that match like Roman pulled himself out well let's talk about that for a second do either of you guys blame him no not at all no I'm, I'm completely no not okay. at all I mean, the, I mean dude, it's, the dude's immunocompromised, and they're they're basically creating a breeding ground for it if anybody tests positive. Granted, they do have a testing policy in place 
and they do take very good care of their people and place, but still, like... No, I have no issues at all with... I have no issues with all with Roman pulling himself out of that. Period. Like, I don't. Um, my issue is completely with Jaime and why he doesn't feel like a, a workhorse of the wrestling... A workhorse of the WWE doesn't deserve the big one right now. Yeah, Jaime, why doesn't... Why doesn't Strowman deserve a, the big one? Not saying he doesn't, but he doesn't yet. Can I you think just, can you run of, that back? He just said he doesn't deserve it. And he then said he, said he, doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't. No, no, to be fair, he said he doesn't deserve it yet. <sighs> okay. okay. Why? Okay. What I'm going to mute he... myself while he talks. I apologize, Jaime. Go ahead. Jaime, what else does he have to do? The dude was a tag team champion with a nine-year-old. He's flipped ambulances on more than one occasion. He's dominated every single person on the roster. He has those main event wins in foreign countries. He's got his WrestleMania moments. I believe he... The Royal Rumble record or something? I mean, the dude is... a He's literally a monster among men. What else does he have to do to prove to you that he deserves a belt with a big W on it? Because I really don't understand where the favoritism goes because there are lots of guys in the past just like exactly like him that didn't get the same favors as him. Because he's over, Jaime. Like who? Like who? Like who? Uh, I mean, he's got a point. But still, the dude... Matt Morgan? Matt Morgan... Nathan Jones? Nathan Jones sabotaged himself. Matt Morgan? You're... Yeah, I mean, this is apples to oranges, Jaime. Strowman made it work. Morgan was never over. Strowman got... Kozlov. Kozlov was never really all that over. He was doing stuff with Santino Morella. There's a big difference between doing stuff with Santino and flipping a freaking ambulance. Like, I, I think this will go a lot smoother once Jaime admits he just doesn't like Braun. Is that true, Jaime? Do you like Braun Strowman? Why would I hate him as a person? It's more, more like not, you making this argument? his WWE career. Not as a person, Jaime. Just admit that you don't like his character and you don't like him as a, a talent. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I think there we go. We've, now I think now we have got, to the, now we have got to the root of the problem of why Jaime doesn't think Braun deserves it. So now we can move on. You know, we... Because I believe in fairness. It's professional wrestling! You're the same guy that, like, was defending Tino Sabatelli, a dude that has done nothing. (laughs) Oh, man. I was worried we wouldn't have enough content to make this show an actual show. And boy, thank you, Jaime. Because good God we did. Oh, that was good. Oh, my God. My head hurts. (laughs) It's good that somebody else is causing that reaction and not me. All right, guys. Let's preview what we're going to be coming up with for future shows, shall we? We have a best... Let's just move on. We are. We are moving on, Jaime. Thank you to the conversation. (laughs) All right, we have a UFC bracket, which is going to feature me, and I will be a lot nicer to Jaime, and maybe a special guest. That's coming up here real soon. Uh, We're going to welcome back the godfather of the show... Bino Machino is coming back, and we're going to do a special show with him where we're going to talk about wrestling entrances. That's right. We're going to rank the top 25 best wrestling entrances of all time. Then, as I said earlier, me and Branson Van Vliet, making his podcasting debut, are going to go with the top 10 NBA superstars of all time. Maybe we get joined by somebody else. We don't know yet. Uh, Dan and I are going to reveal our starting nine all-time MLB players. And we're going to talk about who made the cut and who didn't. 
And then I'm going to welcome back Bill Grigsby as we are going to do the same thing, but for the NHL, we're going to talk about our all-time top six players. And then in a special show where I'm not going to tell you who's going to be co-starring with me, we're going to rate the best finishers. We're going to put them in a bracket, and they're going to go head-to-head to see who is number one. All right, gentlemen, what's going on with your lives? Hi, May. We do apologize. We love you. We joke because we care. What's going on with you, buddy? Uh, same same things. Don't have to talk about it in detail. So that's no. just that. No, no. I still do right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Danny. Um, you guys might see an appearance on Twitch.tv backslash Danny Bananas here soon. Ooh. Ooh. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call in the biz a tease. Hmm. All right, Danny. When do you want to do this MLB show? Because I'm I got all day. Um, it's possible. I gotta see how. Uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Also, want to point something out, ladies and gentlemen. If you are in the greater Baltimore area, you need to be on the lookout for Mister Bananas because, well, you guys have heard. Of the milkman. You have heard of the mailman. Not Carl Malone. But maybe Carl Malone. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you're in Utah. Maybe you're a basketball fan. I don't know. But Danny Bananas is now your friendly neighborhood beer man. Right, Danny? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can order from Clancy's Pub. There you go. Dan yeah, will deliver you all of your tasty adult beverages. And maybe even some bar food, too. Don't forget to tip the man at the door... He does offer no contact delivery due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All right, gentlemen. This one's going to be a little bit shorter than what we normally do, but you know what? Just like the careers of 28 wrestlers, we're going to cut this a little short. I can sit here and flame Jaime for another 10 minutes if you need me to. No, no. I think I think we're going to go out on my cut short line. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure doing this, and it's been a pleasure presenting this show to y'all. And as always, if you're not down with the Caps Locks and Chair Shots podcast, I got two words for you. Keep listening. Omega.